And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. The shot, Welcome to another episode of Lock On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? It's Friday. Lightning will be going into game four tonight, uh, looking to take a 3-1 lead in the series. And the Lightning, as well as Lightning fans, should feel good about themselves right now. Uh, they had a very good, con- very uh, nice and convincing win in the last game. Uh, winning five to two, and you know it was. I think, and I stated um, on the last episode as well as if you've been listening to Locked On NHL, you would know that the last couple of weeks, uh, me alongside with Locked On Avalanche host Chris Masili, we've been filling in for Justin Morissette, and I said on yesterday's episode of Locked On NHL, and if you haven't listened to that, go ahead and uh, take a listen. And, having a great time doing that and uh yeah we might have some other things cooking up for you uh in the meantime so keep an eye out for that and the way best way you could do that is by going to the lock on lightning twitter page giving us a follow at lo underscore lightning also giving me a follow at ap danker d-e-n-k-e-r on twitter and just following liking subscribing downloading the episodes all that stuff helps us uh, be able to do what we love doing here, and that's obviously talk about hockey and talk about uh, a team that is two wins away. Yes, I repeat, two wins away from winning the Stanley Cup for the first time since 2004, um, which is – I, I can't believe I'm saying the words, which is why I hesitated a little bit when I did say it. But um, – but I did say, going back to what I was talking about, um, I did speak about it a little bit on the last episode of Locked on Lightning as well. More in depth on the Locked on NHL is that I firmly believe the series is over. Uh, I believe that the Dallas Stars, are they have exhausted all their options at this point. Um, the Lightning have proven throughout this entire series, except for game one, that they could get to Kadobin. Um, and they could, you know, if they get to him early, then we have, they have, there's every chance of them being able to, you know, put those games out of reach really quick, uh, except for game, I believe it was game two, uh, in which, you know, they only scored three goals that entire game, all were in the third period. Uh, and then the stars kind of start to make a little bit of a comeback. But other than that, really, um, the lightning were in control of that game, um, but yeah, the the lightning. I spoke about it with Chris Masilli that we believe that game one was more so of a sort of a throwaway game for the lightning, uh, just because you know obviously if you're gonna have any game that's a throwaway game, it's obviously gonna be game one, uh, just to see maybe some of the things that Dallas, some of the holes that Dallas might have, um, and you really only had a chance at they really only had a day to really look at what, you know, a lot of stuff that Dallas has been doing because, you know, they only had one day off between 
the Islander game, the conclusion of the Islander series, as well as, um, you know, and then they had to play the Stanley Cup Finals uh, day after, uh, a couple of days after. So they didn't really have much time to really get a good, I guess, scouting report on the Stars. Um, but at the same time, um, that's why you have game one. You could use that as a throwaway point. And, and really right now, being up 2-1, looking to go up 3-1, it's really looked like, for the most part, a throwaway game because ever since game one, the Lightning have totally turned the tables on the Stars. Um, and like I just said, I mean, a huge chunk of that success has led to them getting to Anton Kadobin very quickly um, in the game. And it seems like um, the last time they allow him to really settle in the more beneficial it is, obviously, to the Lightning uh, throughout the game. And, you know, he's been on an incredible tear uh, throughout this whole playoff run and is really a large part. Uh, and the main reason, in my opinion, as to why the Stars got here to this point in the Stanley Cup Finals because um, if they don't have Anton Kadobin, if he's not playing the way he played in that Stars, in that uh, Avalanche series, we, we could be talking right now about the Lightning playing the Avalanche. Um, and I'm not just saying that because of my uh, locked on NHL co-host, but I'm saying that because if you looked at that series and Chris Masilli kind of, um, he kind of foreshadowed it a little bit. Hopefully it doesn't happen in this series, but in that series, the lightning, uh, the stars, excuse me, were down three, one. And then they obviously came back, won that series. And now they're playing against your Tampa Bay lightning, but I don't see that happening. I just think that the Lightning are just too too good on the offensive side of things. Um, the, def- the defense, the back-checking has just been stellar throughout this whole run and has just gotten better with each game. And I, I just think that the Stars have really exhausted all their options. And the Lightning uh, really learned a lot from that first game. So, if you know, um, really they're going to have to – the Stars – uh, when I I said at the beginning of this series, before the series started, that uh, the the stars are really just more so of a of a score by committee uh, situation going on there. They don't really have one guy who's really going out there and really doing it all almost for them for this for this Lightning team. It's been mostly Braden Point uh, as well as Victor Hedman really chipping in here and there, and then obviously the the little. Uh, contributions here and there from you know it, it's been varying from round to round uh last round it was Andre Palat really coming up big and uh you know Kucherov as well I mean not so much at scoring goals but more so um in actually doing the you know the the, the dishing out of of the goals and stuff but um yeah an incredible incredible performance and then uh, the one thing, obviously, that I'm going to get into just before we get into some stuff, a little surprise here and there, is Steven Stamkos. Now, as we all know by now, Steven Stamkos made his first appearance in about six and a half months uh, last game. And, man, what what it was pretty much a – you couldn't have written it up any better. Uh, it was I, – I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, right now he's listed as unfit for tonight's game. Um, as for the rest of the series – I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the right course of action would be. Um, one side of me, obviously, wants to see him play the rest of the series and uh, you know really make a contribution. But the other side of me also says, you know, if we're really going to try and if the Lightning are really going to take the chance of spreading themselves thin, 
um, then I don't know how to feel about that. Because, you know, if he can't play a complete game, that's really going to be um, – it could potentially be a big issue, especially with, you know, the the situation that unfolded the other night in which um, at one point, Braden Point wasn't able to um, – he had to leave the game and go into the tunnel. I don't know if it was an equipment problem or something with the trainers uh, looking at him for whatever reason, but um, it's the kind of situation where we all know that Braden Point's been battling an injury throughout this entire run, and you don't want to risk Stamkos not being able to play a full uh, 60 minutes alongside with, um, you know, along with possibly Braden Point missing some time. So, you know, you're already you're already going to be down one forward if Point happens to have to leave at any point during the game. But I just think if they should sit him down and say, hey, you know, that was a great way. At least you got to go on the ice at one point during this whole run and actually contribute. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think it would be the smart thing to do right now is to really maybe stay, go back to what they did uh, the last couple of games and have Carter Verhage um, out on that fourth line, so at least you have someone who's going to be able to play a full 60 minutes. Uh, I'm curious what you guys think, so go ahead and tweet to us uh, at the Locked On Lightning Twitter page. Would love to hear what all you all you have to say about that. I know it's unfortunate that Stammer can't can uh, be on the ice tonight, and if it if he if this is it, what a great what a great moment for him. Um, you couldn't have asked for a better moment, especially with how insane that that goal was so uh unfortunate but you know what um it's definitely in my opinion probably top five greatest moment in lightning history um definitely top three definitely best moment in his career by far um but you know what everything that he's had to battle through i think this make that him scoring like he did uh makes up for it and um regardless if he plays for the rest of the Rest of the series, like I said, I think this is the one moment, probably the top moment we'll we'll remember, other than the Lightning hoisting the cup, if they in fact do. Which I, like I said at the top of the show, I fully expect them to to win out the rest of the way. So, a uh, little surprise um, coming up. We have Devon Garnett coming up, and now if uh, he's a big Lightning fan, now if you haven't heard of him uh, during Game Three, um, him and his friends got a little too rowdy. It was in the Tampa Bay Times. Uh, they actually got the police called on them uh, for because him and his friends were getting crazy, and then um, they were yelling "shoot." It was just a misunderstanding, but uh, really funny story. It's all over Twitter if you haven't read about. It. And he's also uh, when we spoke, um, he's a Locked On Lightning fan as well. So great to have uh, a fan come on the show as well. So we'll have him on in just a little bit. But yeah, uh, Stephen Stamkos um, story storybook ending for the playoffs or for his season, if you want to call it that. All right. So oftentimes, you know, I'm sure all of us could agree on this, that we sometimes get carried away uh, watching lightning games, especially now during the playoffs. And with them only two wins away from winning their first Stanley Cup championship since 2004. Uh, I have Devon Garnett on with me today. Now, if that name sounds a little familiar, it's because he was featured in the Tampa Bay Times, I, I believe, for kind of getting a little too carried away. Now. First of all, Devon, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Hey, you know, it's a pleasure. It's always great to hear not only uh, a Lightning fan going crazy, but a locked-on Lightning fan going crazy. So that's great to have you on. So basically um, what happened was you, were, you got a little too carried away yelling 
this and that all throughout the Lightning game, and you got the cops called on you for you know, I sure did. There's domestic uh, violence or whatever. So I'm gonna just throw it over to you. You could go ahead tell us uh, what happened. All right. So um, beginning of the game, before the game even started, um, I tweeted out and I said, you know, if Steven Stamco steps on the ice tonight. I myself am going to shotgun two beers. So let me just set the stage. We see Steven Stamco step on the ice. We are screaming. We are ecstatic. Immediately go over to the sink. We shotgun two beers. So we're already rowdy. Um, game goes on. Kucherov gets his breakout or his uh, breakaway goal. You start going nuts. And then the specific play um, was early in the first period. We had a power play. And Victor Hedman, um, he kind of did like a little toe drag. And he had like a lot of wide open space and I just wanted him to shoot. So I yelled out, shoot, shoot. Not just, you know, not thinking anything of it. Little rowdy. And um, we keep going on. Uh, Steven Stamkos ends up getting his goal. So then we lose it. We go nuts. I mean, we're jumping up and down, going crazy. I got another beer. Uh, maybe about 10 minutes after that, we get a loud like bang on the door. And we kind of looked at each other and we're not really expecting, you know, anybody. So we didn't answer the door for about uh, one to two minutes. Um, looked through the peephole and there was no one in the peephole. They were kind of standing off to the side and we just didn't answer. Um, I was actually at my friend's house. This is my, in my friend's apartment. So he goes out and he, they immediately ask him, you know, Hey, where are the guns? We heard there's a domestic dispute. He immediately is like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> you know, none of that. We're literally watching the lightning game. So they keep talking and then eventually they open the door and my friend asked me to come out. He's like, hey guys, can you guys come out here and talk to him? So we did and they asked us kind of the same thing. You know, there's no domestic dispute going on or anything like that. We heard that there were guns. And I looked at him, I said, no officer. We're just, we're just screaming out for Steven Stamkos. So, uh, one of the officers, he was kind of laughing. The other one looked kind of annoyed that, you know, got called out uh, yeah. for this kind of, this type of call. Um, the whole altercation or the whole incident only lasted about, you know, one to two minutes, but it's crazy how much you know, this is blown up, you know, to get the cops called on you for yelling. That's a, that's an incredible, that's a, that's a crazy story. Now I, I'm sure any of <laughs> one of us who's ever watched uh, a hockey game, let alone any sporting event uh, has probably said something like that at one point or another, you know, soup, like numerous times. Now, obviously, you you don't know you had, you you still don't know who who called the cops on you right? I do not. So um, Joey Knight, who originally posted the story, um, in his article, I guess he did some investigation work, and he spoke to a spokesperson at the Hillsborough County Sheriff, and they said that someone called in and specifically said the people above me are yelling shoot or something like that. So wow. we, we're on the third floor, so we believe it's the neighbors on the second floor right below us. Oh, okay. Now, like, what was the reception afterwards from your friend and friends and family once they heard or saw the article about you through throughout this whole thing? Uh, so <laughs> everybody was laughing. Uh, my mom was a little bit worried. She's like, I'm la laughing, but it's kind of like, you know, sensitive times, things like that. So she was the only one that was really worried. Um, everybody thinks, it, you know, for me, it's all fun and games. I, I right. I mean, the, the important thing is nobody was hurt and, you know, there was, yeah. it was all it was, was a friendly misunderstanding. But so right. now I want to ask you, what do you, how incredible was Stam, Stammer coming back the other night? I mean, just, you know, him being on the ice is one thing after not playing for the first time, you know, not playing for six and a half months, but 
scoring a goal and not only scoring a goal, but the the nature of the goal and all that. And then they ended up winning. It was as, you know, it's one thing for me to come out here and talk about that on the show on a daily basis, but now we get a fan's perspective. Uh, what, what do you, what was your thoughts, you know, coming into this when you found out that Stammer was coming back? Oh man, it's, it's, I don't want to say this too early, but it's almost like, you know, it's almost like destiny. Like the, the way that the way he came back, he is clearly like the heartbeat of our team. Um, he's a huge guy in the locker room and you can see it. And just the energy on the bench was just incredible. And you could see it. And when he got that breakaway and made that move around that defender, man, I, I knew it was going in, honestly, like before he even shot it, I knew it was going in. And it sucks that he only got three minutes of ice time and he's probably not going to play in a uh, game four, but, uh, just for a guy that just works so hard and he's just been so, you know, hurt with injuries and things like that. Like my heart goes out to the guy, but he is, he's definitely the heart and soul of our team. And it was awesome to, to see that happen. Yeah. I think regardless if he plays the rest of the series, which at this point uh, right now he's listed uh, before game four, he's unfit to play. So it looks like we're not going to see him tonight, but whether he plays or not for the rest of the series, I think we could both agree that that was definitely uh, a huge, a huge confidence boost for this team just to have him there and just to do what he did. And um, definitely probably top five in lightning history is maybe one of the top moments, but yeah, that was just a great, great story all around. And then obviously coupled with what uh, happened with you and that's great, you know, great to see, uh, you know, Bolts nation going crazy. Well, Devon, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. And uh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll, We'll talk to you later on after the series, and you know, hopefully, we're talking about uh, the Lightning ho- hoisting the Stanley Cup. Awesome! Thank you so much. I just want to give a shout out to the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, Class Act organization. They actually reached out to me and invited me to go watch Game Four in Amelie Arena. So uh, I'll be oh. cheering on the Bolts there tonight, and cannot wait to to feel that energy in Amelie Arena. Well, that's great. Uh, yeah, definitely a Class Act organization, and go Bolts, Devon. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guy. So once again, I want to thank Devon for coming on the show. Really appreciate him uh, making the time on such short notice. But yeah, um, that was a funny, funny story uh, for him to share. And thankfully, nobody uh, got hurt throughout that whole misunderstanding. So before I wrap things up with today's show, uh, I just want to talk about today's sponsor, and that's Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They got 18 amazing flavors with six new ones coming out. Uh, they got 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, five grams of net carbs. Uh, they're good for the health conscious. They're great for if you want to lose weight or maintain weight. Uh, they're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for keto. Uh, my favorite flavor is the toffee almond. So go over to builtbar.com, use locked on, promo code locked on. You get $10 off your next order. That's promo code locked on for $10 off your next order. So just to wrap things up today for today's show, um, I know it's a little bit of a short one than you're usually not accustomed to, but guess what? Um, that's the way it is sometimes. But you know what? Uh, I was Once again, I want to thank Devon for coming on, uh, the number one Lightning fan of the year for Locked on Lightning. So congrats to him. I would love. I don't want any of you to try and top what, it, what happened with him. Please don't. Be smart. Um, but yeah, for tonight's game, I'm expecting more of the same from this team, uh, get off to an early good start, get to Kadobin early. And I see no issue as to why they don't win tonight. Um, you know, the, they just got to play uh, smart D 
not not turn turn over the puck in the neutral zone. And I, I see no reason as to why if they could do that next couple of games, I see no reason why as uh, as to why not the lightning team. This lightning team uh, won't be ho- hoisting the Stanley Cup uh, tomorrow night. So, and before I wrap, before I, you know, sign off, I just want to say if any of you want to send in questions, of course, go ahead, uh, email us at lockedonlightning at gmail.com. Send us uh, voice messages, or if you don't want to, you hear the sound of your voice on the podcast, just send us emails. Uh, we love hearing back from you guys. Uh, so go ahead, send us it so we can have maybe a mailbag after the playoffs and whatnot. Uh, so that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I'll talk to you in the next one.